Welcome back, everyone. Episode 46 of The Mind's Eye. <laughs> you see, yeah, that just reminded me of those guys in the UFC. Like, they'll come up to them on the camera. And they'll just, like, punch for, like, three minutes. Oh, and they're, inter- they're introducing <laughs> them in the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> and, and when they're done talking, they'll still, like, be there, like, doing that. Yeah, how <laughs> cringy like, does it have to be afterwards, though? <laughs> it is pretty cringy. You're done punching for three minutes, and you just... <laughs> but shit guys welcome back it's episode 46 today's a great day i feel like we're gonna bring a lot a lot of knowledge to the table today 46 episodes 46 four more until we're halfway there wow yeah halfway there to whole year bro yeah three weeks marks a year that's amazing we only missed out on two technically i guess we yeah we actually 52. we missed like three episodes because of complications and malfunctions. One of them was entirely my fault <laughs> for putting a noise gate on the on the thing and then saving it. Oh, my God. Was that that? There that was, was the one? evolution episode. That was the original evolution episode. Oh, man. Yo, me and Sean went in, bro. And then I went home. I put a noise gate on the actual file instead of the, the, the other files. And then the shit just every time I talk, it was like, oh, oh that, that's how it sounded for like oh fucking two God. hours. Wait, what did it? What is a noise gate? A noise gate, for those who don't know audio. Nah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> nah, a noise gate, bro. Guy, You're a god. <laughs> nah, a noise gate is basically uh, it, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a noise gate. But, um, it 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 <laughs> it basically blocks out audio that you set the threshold to. So let's say, for example, you want anything above point six decibels. It will block out all that noise below 0.6 decibels. And anything above, the gate will open and it will just keep going until you stop talking. That's ridiculous, though, that you, like, fucked that up. What? It oh, was, yeah, it no, was no. It really good episode. Yeah, so, so what I did, basically, is that I went into the actual file instead of just messing with the file that is here. So instead of changing the files I could just mess around with and do anything with, I changed the actual file and when that happened, I got tight because my computer was messing up, so I saved and quit. And then when I went back, it was it was solidified in there. I'm <laughs> I'm in so much pain. Yeah, bro, it sucked. You guys I made know. sure it never happened again. It, it was such a good episode too. Yeah, and you guys probably will never hear it. I don't I'm even sorry. remember what was heard. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. had a lot of shit in there. But you got Evolution 2.0, which kind of was the same thing, but not really. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It didn't compare. Maybe yeah. we have evolution three point right? Yeah, we got to give them a, a a part two to the part uh, a part three to the part two. Oh uh, yeah, part we got we got to come back with that part three to part, the part two because part two was the one that came out. Part, part three, one flopped. It never went out. Remember, part I'm one conf- never came out. Right. Yeah. So part two came out. Yeah. Right, and then we're gonna drop a part three, but it's really part two. Part two because two. to everybody else it's part two, but to us it's part three. Uh, yeah, so we call it part three or part two. We just call it, you know, uh, evolution two point oh. Yeah, fuck it. Well, we have this episode here today as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Sean, you have something very interesting to bring up, mm-hmm. and I would like to. Is it the tostones? man. You get that to a his- fuck. You get that to a Hispanic, and they'll do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do anything for you, man. He's got one more. You be better like, be careful, he's bro. Like, give me the money, and they're like, "No, I, I got, I got five dollars for you. I got nothing." And then you I have no stunner. money. 
They said they give you everything. Please give me tostoni. That's their currency, tostoni. It's the currency. Yeah, let's <laughs> go around the Caribbean just training to <laughs> He's rich. I want a margarita. Three, tres tortones. They would get cold and moldy after like a month. <laughs> Damn, bro, you made you almost made me chuckle my tostone, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, but Sean, continue, dude. I heard you got something interesting, and I want to find out what it is. I do. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna find out next time on the Mind's Eye. No, not sure. <laughs> right now, though. Um. So apparently, this is actually a, a well-known document, but a lot of stuff right now is resurfacing because of all the the new UFO information being authenticated and then uh, declassify even by the Congress of the United States. Um, but this document, I don't know if you ever heard about it. It was called the Majestic 12. Oh, I've heard yeah. the name. Does it sound a little that, familiar? That name sounds very familiar. Okay. So initially there was a, an original document that was released, I think in 1988, 1987, somewhere around there. Um, when UFOs, uh, UFOlogists, as they call themselves, came forward and they wanted to spread that information. Um, but it was immediately uh, debunked by the FBI shortly after. <clears throat> so everybody started to associate the Majestic 12 with, you know, the, the paranormal, the crazies, the conspiracy theorist people. As they always do. Yeah. Wait, isn't this the one where they had Robert E. Byrd go through the hollow earth and something? Um, no, I'm not. I'm not too sure about that one. The Majestic 12, basically, just to give a summary, is it's this group of people that is technically two steps higher above the classification of top secret. So you have, you know, the CIA, the FBI, they handle the top secret classified documents. But you have something apparently that is two steps above top secret as well what the fuck i didn't even know there was a one step above top secret though top secret was just top secret <laughs> listen you know? there's exactly. another one that's above that one that we don't know about possibly that's how top secret it is but i guess it's not really much of a secret anymore now that we know right well we, what we what's in there is top secret but we know it's a top secret nice that's all we know <laughs> nice so this document it basically talks about and this was uh supposedly uh created this task force was created by um harry truman the president and in uh 1944 1947 somewhere around there so during you know the world wars and this team was designed to be able to respond to any ufo or extraterrestrial occurrence anywhere in the united states <clears throat> And pretty much you had, you know, the Majestic 12, you had the people high up there. They only reported to the president themselves and none of their work could be um, could be tampered with. So they can pretty much do whatever they want. And this task force was pretty much designed to identify UFO crafts. They had an entire pamphlet that was scanned um, and seemingly authenticated where they showed the different classifications of UFO crafts. And they also uh, classify different extraterrestrial bodies as in different species that come here and visit on this planet as well. And this this pamphlet goes on and on and on, and we can talk about it more. But supposedly it was authenticated to one of the highest degrees, and it was also photo scanned in real life. So it wasn't like an edited document online. It was photo scanned in real life and then transported on in real life. But I wanted to know what you guys thought about that, like. Do you think there really is a task force 
the Majestic 12 out there designed to be able to handle any nuclear threat. Pretty much like the like the Men in Black. I was about to say they did Locked. not just they did Fuck not just you, come on. Sorry. Listen, the Men in Fuck. Black did not just happen because they just thought of a cool movie to make. You know what I'm saying? I was just about to say like, that, bro. Maybe all the gadgets they have are not 100 accurate, like the Flash to make you forget shit. Who knows? It maybe is. Yo, that, I don't fucking I been, know. I think there is some shit like that. There probably is, but. Holy shit. Like that that's insane. I think that's definitely true because you got to come on. If you're like in the in the government and you realize that there's a possibility of extraterrestrial threats or extraterrestrials in general, the military is going to want some type of pamphlet or something to deal with these kinds of threats. And they will probably most likely have a group of people to deal with this stuff, just like how they have the CIA to deal with, you know, other intelligence across the world, and the FBI to deal with the government and federal stuff like that, mm-hmm. they definitely have a group dedicated to these threats. So it's not too far fetched to say that this is, you know, accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like the one thing that I wanted to really nail in on is the fact that all this stuff that we're currently talking about was previously heavily denied. So all the stuff about one UFO sightings were were completely discouraged by the government themselves. Um, in addition to that, um, just anything related to UFO sightings about extraterrestrials being here, crafts, materials, all that was completely denied as, you know, space weather balloons and other natural phenomenons. And now it's being said that, oh, this stuff was actually true. But so if this stuff is actually true, that means that stuff was actually true back then as well. Yeah, And those documents that they were debunking and calling bogus and everything, we have to take a, another deeper look at that now, now that we're in a better place to look at it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to give my reason why I'm pretty sure they like denied it because, well, what time period was this document released? Or when did this happen? Was this like in the 50s or something? The task force they said was created around 1940s, 1947. Isn't it funny how every time you think of the 1950s, at least for me, you always associated with aliens in Area 51. That's just me. I don't know if it's anyone else, but I always think of the 50s as like the era where aliens were really being seen and stuff. And I find that weird how all this stuff comes out and they deny it. And it's only now that we're looking back that we're now like, okay, that was real. So someone's probably asking why would they do that? Imagine you're in the 50s driving your little car and you see another person or another being with a floating car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that will fucking freak them out. Yeah. Or at least be like, what the fuck is going on? You know? So I'm guessing that's the reason why they denied it. Or they denied it due to them maybe helping us advance to levels that we don't need the car that we're driving right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you see a being right there that's not being hostile and is floating in a spaceship, what if that being were possibly trying to help humanity give technology so we so we could be on that level? Maybe the government didn't want that. They wouldn't want us to be on that species level? Imagine. I mean, you would and the only way for the aliens to really come up to us is if we allow it to, right? If we exactly. want it to. If we want it to come, if we want to, you know... To, to deal with that It will be dealt with But we're just denying it People are saying yeah, oh, There's all this you, extra shit If you don't know about it at all Like you wouldn't even have The thought of Yo I want that technology Cause you don't even Dude It's always exposed too It's always exposed too That's I always insane. find that funny Is that All this shit is always exposed 
They get, they get labeled as a conspiracy theorist or just a tinfoil hat wearing person. Yeah. And then fucking years later, they come out and be like, oh, yeah, actually, this was true. Makes you wonder now, right? <clears throat> All the shit that they heavily deny now. Right? If what the fuck is true, like, you know, Hillary's emails and, and you know, all this other shit. Bro, we're about to, dude, we're about to end up in textbooks, bro. This era we're living in right now is going to wow. be in the textbooks. And guess what? I'm pretty sure it's going to be fabricated, too. Hell yeah. I mean, got to be the ones to really tell what really happened. Bro, look at, so I sent you a, a picture from, just a screenshot from the pamphlet. And by the way, this, just to reiterate, um, I don't know if I clarified, but this is, essentially a pamphlet for the members of of magic 12 which is another abbreviation so they were sending him out uh pretty much the pamphlet which is trying to describe um like something you get when you're beginning like your first job they give you like a pamphlet of how to do the job and the instructions but i sent you a picture um it's in downloads yeah go to downloads on your top yeah and the most recent one um this is a picture of the different type of identif- identifiable crafts that, yeah, right there. that that they drew up. You have ones that they, they call them like A, B, C, D, and E, but the one they classify looks like an ice cream cone. One looks like uh, a cigar. Then you have the typical flying saucer that Bob Lazar said he worked on. Yeah. And then you have that triangle one. Yeah, I've, there. Seen, I've seen videos of people supposedly yep. <clears throat> catching that on camera. I was just about to mention that. The craziest thing, the video that you might have seen, if it was a green video and a you know night vision, that video was authenticated coming from one of um, one of the United States uh, Navy vessels, and it was posted all over CNN and all, and that was the most authenticated one, and it was a triangle craft that looked exactly like that one down Shit. there, and this was this this the photo scan of this alone was taken a while ago. But the actual project that they're talking about was created back in the the forties, the fifties. Wait, hold on, hold on. Just this is just to con- to confirm. All of this was declassified. So, like you, this was this was cleared to be true. This the the Magic Twelve the document yeah. itself here. I don't think this was declassified. Well, some of the information here came from the FOIA request, but you're talking about this picture here itself? Yeah, like, is this, like, legit shit, or are we just speculating? Oh, so, yeah, so all the information that came here was from a FOIA request. So they requested the information here, and then I believe from they... From the government. And the government gave them this. Yeah, like, so I, I'm not sure about the, the pamphlet themselves. I'm not sure exactly what the government... I don't think the government would give them the pamphlet. But anyways, there were there were scans of the pamphlet. Maybe this is okay. What I'm trying to I'm sorry, but what I'm trying to ask is where did this come from? There's a possibility that either one, this was just leaked online by someone who happened to come across this. Okay, it was leaked, or you know the the government possibly gave it up and then it got out somehow. You know what I'm saying? Because that stuff like that happens all the time. That looks like a blimp to me, and then the other one looks like a higher balloon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. There's definitely some that there that look like okay, that that would look like you know something that you would see in, in normal everyday life. Um, and then you have the typical ones, but this this pamphlet just goes on. This is just the identifiable ones. This is just how to identify a specific craft. But this pamphlet goes on to describe the actual operations, how how the the body of it looks, the texture, and everything. And the weirdest thing about that, whether you know. I can't say 100% if this is true, if somebody is lying or making a hoax. I can only make a connection here because anybody can say this is a FOIA request. We got this from the government, whatever. 
It looks great. It looks real. But Bob Lazar himself was saying exactly what they were saying in this pamphlet. And he was saying it far, far after he even heard about any of this, I suppose. He was claiming how the craft looked almost like it was molded into yeah, like there like was no seams from one yeah yeah i remember you saying that yeah and they said the same exact thing that it had like an almost plastic molding but the shapes to me also okay it, it looked bullshit it looked fake to me right but then i had a thought i remembered uh eric lentz and the and the uh the light speed travel yeah the warp drive yeah yeah he created these diagrams for the ships what he thinks would be able to travel at that speed like without like fucking breaking and they look just like that i mean it will make sense from an aerodynamic perspective you're cutting through the fucking wind and shit you know but the thing about space is that there's no fucking wind i was oh, gonna yeah. ask that's that yeah. i was gonna ask that too but like you're what cutting, if that's like cutting through the fabric you're of the cutting time? through yeah, fabric mate. of space time that's bro. wild bro holy that's shit wild. <laughs> But, um, have you noticed that? Just just a side note. Have you noticed that every like depiction of like warp speed travel is like a split? And you just seriously actually like split it open and you walk and go through it. So oh, you're weird. saying like a portal and the portal opens? It yeah, splits kind of like the that, universe. Yeah, yeah. It just splits and you just split inside of it. It's crazy. I seen the ones that look like tunnels that like look like vortexes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those two. I'd like to go through that, but <laughs> make me nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, this is this is very interesting. Yeah, this is just one screenshot. I didn't have time to screenshot the entire thing. Yeah, but. just send the link to me, and I'll put it in the description for anyone who wants to check it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just wanted to show that there because I think people should take uh, another look at some of these older documents back then. And um, yeah, that's all I really have to say about that. There's there's more stuff circulating now, so it's good to see. Now that we know the government has lied to us, we should we should resurface like what it is they might they might have potentially already lied to us about yeah it, it's just again it just blows my mind it, I, actually at this point it doesn't blow my mind anymore because this shit has been said hundreds of times by hundreds of different people and yet nobody gets it until it's being released officially you know what i'm saying but what you know even that even that being released officially, you know what I'm saying? Like, why does it take for that to actually get you to question certain things? For it, why does it take for, say it again? For Why does it take for the government to be like, okay, here's the document for you to be like, okay, I'm going to accept this as true information. After has been said before, probably years prior to someone saying the exact same thing. Well, it was because, you know, there was, there are always this huge campaign to de- debunk it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, are you saying like there's always like that the opposition that is offering that that other information? Well, so the opposition is always the one in power. You know, is always the one with with the most influence. Well, what you're saying in any case scenario, or just this specific? This specific, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, you know, there are a lot of people saying. you know, you have fucking alien fucked me in the butt and impregnated me, (laughs) which actually just came. uh, Joe Rogan posted this article. About it, like, being confirmed. Yeah. Like, within the government that, like, actual alien pregnancies. No way. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, well, I mean, we should... I just... It was, like, a quick thing that I saw. Like, Joe Rogan, he posted it. Anyway. um, But, yeah, like, a fucking alien, you know, this and that. And then you'll have, like, these media outlets calling him a psychopath or calling him an <laughs> idiot. The tinfoil hat-wearing motherfucker. And, you know, you just... Com- you don't believe that shit. So I feel like that's why 
it has it takes you know the government because they're the ones with the authority so it's like oh wow if the people in charge are saying it's true then it must be true okay yeah that just makes like sense. how they believed them when when they said it was false damn that just goes to show how easily swayed the masses are yeah bro it's very scary yeah it's scary because you're the you're the masses bro like that's the power of the people right there and like if you mislead them in any way and you have their total undivided attention you they can do whatever they want in this country um pretty much yeah but i guess to try to like i don't know question your question um because in these documents they also talk about um actually detaining extraterrestrials and you know actually performing medical procedures on them trying to sustain them hold them study them and whatnot um but i know you have a document as well yes i do and so you were wondering like how do you understand like what is true there there there's so many cia uh uncovered documents that we believe to be true Mm -hmm. um but a lot of people in the comments specifically are like, you know, they could be releasing this stuff to, to dissuade you and everything like that. So it comes with a lot of like, uh, it comes with a lot of, uh, resilience, but the specific one that, that we talked about a while ago, I know you're going to bring it up. Yes. I that am. one was the most popular one by any of them so far. And it's, 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 well, you, you'll get into it, but it's mm-hmm. backed by so much science. I know exactly. you read the full thing. I, so check this out guys. So before we, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about project gateway. Okay, now if you go online and search up for Project Gateway, you get numerous people telling you it's about teaching you how to astral project. That's a small two page of the document. The document's over like 100 pages long, right? So I started going into it and we learn, well, I learn about, you know, levels of consciousness and, you know, how to connect to the universal conscious grid, basically, because they described it as a grid, that you're able to like plug yourself into like a fucking like an internet it's kind of it's weird so check this out um so i've learned something about hypnosis and you know when you say hypnosis you think about a guy waving a watch in front of your fucking eyes and shit uh that's a very low form of hypnosis uh hypnosis what it does is that it trains the person to shut off the left side of their brain Okay. Now it doesn't completely shut off because if it did, you would die, right? <laughs> it just disengages the the left side of the brain. And what is the left side of the brain? The left side of brain is uh, is logic and information is like the filter for the right side of the brain, right? So what does the right side do? The right side it just takes in the information, but the left side of the brain compresses it and gives it to the right side of the brain so the left side of your brain is all the biases you have all the religious beliefs you have and then the right side of the brain is just accepting what the left side is telling it to accept right so how they explain to get higher levels of consciousness would you would turn off the left side of the brain so you accept the information without bias so instead of filtering oh like i can't i don't believe this is true you just take in that information as it is and you can't do anything about it because it is as it is. I feel like politics and religion do that. Yes. Heavily. Because you see these people who are like proud to be conservatives and proud to be liberals. Yeah. They're just fucking weird. Yeah. Like they're just so entangled into this, into politics that that's just their whole life. And then also with religion, you have these people who you 
think that you're gonna really like eternally be damned because you had sex before marriage like you know what i'm saying yeah. like things like that see that's the that's the left side of your brain it's just taking the information it the information compressing it into their belief system and then passing it on to the right side of the brain and then the right side of the brain just accepts that information it can't really compute what's outside of that only your left side of the brain can do that so when you shut it off and you and the information that's being passed through the left side of the brain into the right side of the brain is just pure information without any bias this is where you start to get to higher levels of consciousness okay and not only uh um, hypnosis does this but also transcendental meditation transcendental meditation does this it trains you to just accept the information as it is no matter how fucking crazy it sounds like if someone says something to you and you're like that's bullshit that's no your left bias. side of the brain just that's what it trains you to do like it just trains you to have complete no bias right it's fucking trippy and that's why some people that's why a lot of people can't do this because you're, let's say you're trying to do this meditation and then you ex hear so or you get some information and you're like what it, that's bullshit right there you just shut yourself off from the grid so you're no longer able to access the grid right there because your mental blockage is blocking that information i've experienced that block heavily too and that just you saying that just made me realize i'm like whoa i've literally experienced that where i'm meditating and my intention behind it is to astral project. And I'll start to get to that phase that we talked about where you'll start to vibrate and you'll feel the vibrations. And I'll feel myself like floating and I'll start to get like small flimmers of visualization of, you know, where I am in the space. But then something in me, I don't know what it is, my heart, my head, whatever. It, it has like the quietest voice, but it's like, ah, this ain't real. Is it real? starts to question and they're like no 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 you immediately i will i immediately draw back and i'm like am i crazy like am i crazy am i just giving into a hallucination right now am That's i projecting it so yeah. you know it's funny how you mentioned uh you start to vibrate at that state okay it's actually true so so to get to this high levels of consciousness right this is fucking trippy bro this had me like holy shit we about the to left so side of my high. head is like I feel pressure on the left side of my head now. I'm <laughs> yeah, like that. I'm not you're even conscious of it right now. Your awareness is there. So put what it, they do? Heart. So what they do? If, so what they do? Uh, basically, if again, um, gateway is not what it's what it really means. Okay, gateway is just a, a gateway to higher levels of consciousness. So they what the, what I've noticed about these papers as well is that they give you the information on the process without giving you the process, if that makes sense. Like, they have the gateway tapes. They keep mentioning it. They mentioned it, like, 30 times so far. But they don't give you the tapes. They just give you the, what the tapes do. So, for anyone who's wondering out there, that's what it is. Okay. So, to reach this level of consciousness, one, you have to turn off that left side of the brain to accept the information. Another thing you have to do is you have to slow down your heart. Right? Because your heart pumps blood into your aorta, which is the biggest artery you have, at a certain beats per minute. And that gives off a certain frequency. Now, if you slow it down, just like how when you go to sleep, it slows down. That's when you start to slip into another state of consciousness, right? But they're trying to, they're, they were trying to do that in the waking state, like having you awake and going through that as well. So what they did is that they hypnotized someone or like hypnosis, turn his brain off. Then they slowed down his heart. And then what happened 
what began to happen is that his body turned into an oscillator. It started vibrating. And when it starts vibrating, it starts reaching up to this level or this grid of consciousness. And when you reach that grid of consciousness, you're now interconnected to every mind who's also on that same frequency, like a hive mind. And you now can communicate with these be- these people telepathically with each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and when that when you get to that level, that's when you start getting to the universal consciousness. Because not only are you, uh, again, I forgot to mention that when you're doing this, you're, you're resonating with the Earth's electromagnetic field. So when you resonate with the Earth's electromagnetic field, you now have the information of the Earth at your disposal. And when you're connected with other people who are on the same level, you also have their information. There's nothing that you can really hide from people at that state. So, sorry, can I ask just real quick then? Is everybody, whether they realize it or not, connected to that grid and sharing, like uploading that information? At a certain extent, yes. But you're, but in order to reach it consciously, you have to be resonating at the same frequency gotcha. yeah, as yeah. that information. Because right now we are connected to that grid, right? But we're not consciously aware of it because we're not resonating with that frequency. I think... Physically, we're not connected, right? And that's why. Yes. But what what what's what's the link is our soul or our spirit. That's what's fundamentally the universe, right? That's wow. That's amazing. Yeah, bro. It gets it gets really deep. But the reason that I like made that face earlier, bro, was because Tesla. Remember how Tesla was in New York, and he put his oscillator on the on a steel building that was still under construction. He put on the steel beams and he said he vibrated the entire building. Yeah. With this little tiny miniature oscillator that he had. And that led me to think, excuse me, that guy who is a link to the physical and the spiritual realm, right? As a body started vibrating like an oscillator. And in doing so, connected to that grid, right? But when Tesla did that, he physically did that, and that's I, I'm guessing that since the building was connected to the to the ground, he fucking connected with all of New York and created that earthquake. Yeah, and <laughs> vibrated the whole fucking city. Yeah, bro, that's basically. What that's why I was that. like, "Whoa, that's insane!" I just had this little tangent that I just had. Yeah, Whoa, it's, that's it's crazy because. Uh, what's it called? You know, when you when you try to explain, you know, what I've noticed is that the reason why people in the science community try to debunk this is because they have different words for these exact definitions. What do you mean? Like when we try to explain it, oh, everything's energy, and you just can connect to the energy. A science person would be like, oh, that's bullshit. But when you go down and tell them, oh, but your body turns into an oscillator. Oh yeah, energy is transferred. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So this is the problem we have today with science people. And people on the spiritual side. Science people. Yes. People who are, you know, we're, we would say we're both. Is that we're, their definitions for words are mixed. Well, they that's don't what, know what it is. That's what we were talking about earlier when we went for that walk. Is like, that's the, the little slippery slope of, of words and conversation is the definition. Yeah. Because you can have so many definitions for one word and they're all different. Completely different things. It's insane. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a just a small tangent, but there is a tribe, um, and out in like I don't know, like Congo, Africa, whatever. They're they're just like a native tribe, 
and they have no word for blue for some reason but they do have a word for green and in fact they have many many different words for green you know we only have a couple of words to, to describe green but um there was a study and they they had like a circle of different greens and they all looked the same and and they they studied it on normal people versus the people in the tribe and the people in the tribe almost 100% of the, well, yeah, probably actually 100% of the time could always tell the different shade of green because they tuned their self to, to, to green somehow. They it's tuned funny. themselves to the different shades of green and had a word for that specific shade of green. Like how many, how many names of specific shades of green do you know? But I guess their culture, I don't know what attributed it well, to them that. If it is like in the Congo, like how you said, the Congo is filled with jungle. So then that would make sense because that's what all they're around is vegetation yeah. yeah whoa that's insane that's crazy that's cool but i'm just saying there's so many different definitions what'd you say so what, they, what would they call that <laughs> okay let's check this out so one one thing that they have noted in this uh this document is that when you reach this, <laughs> when you reach this level of, of awareness or consciousness, things start to be different. Like the laws of physics no longer become laws of physics; they're only laws of existence. Okay, so there's five laws of existence. Okay, um, I don't remember all of them. I think I remember like two. There's the the law of you exist. That's the first law. Okay, second law is. The all is one and the one is all. And the third one is what you put out is what you get back. And I don't know the other two. Right. But they say when when you get to these levels, the the shade between material and non-physical start to like, you can't distinguish the two. They're all the same at that state. You know, so this gets into, yeah, this gets into the holographic universe. Okay, because they also explain it in this document as well. And it's also connects to the psychotronics document because, you know, we talked about where that comes from in this physical universe, right? So according to these people, we live in a holographic universe. So what does that mean? It means that we are just mere light images. These are not like, these are, these are not physical. Uh, like, you know, physical things don't exist. Like this is just, a light image of the light bouncing off of wait, this. Wait, I, think, I feel like we could word that better. We could word that better. Okay, what do you mean? Okay. So, because we are physical. This is a physical, right? But it's not what we would consider real. Like real life. Like this is the definitive thing and this is what it is. Nothing else is what it... Yeah, yeah. Like how pe people who cannot understand metaphysical stuff. Okay. They think that it's only physical and that's it. And we're just a sack of cells. Yeah, yeah. Bro. <laughs> this is all... Hold on, because this is all the CIA telling us all of this shit? Like, Yeah. So, check this out, dude. This is just insane to me. So, a hologram, again, is... Uh, you can actually measure this stuff. So, they're, they're not just saying this shit, oh, we live in a holographic universe. They actually have the tools to measure this stuff. So, how would they measure it? Is that they will measure the light bouncing off of the item... And then that bouncing off will create an image on top of what it is. So that's what a hologram is. It's just a light image. And we are light beings. And this is a world filled with light. And the universe is filled with light. So we are 
in a holographic universe. And they also noted that to some people, they think that our brain generates the consciousness. Not true. According to the, to the document, it's the consciousness that generates the illusion of the brain. What does that mean? Is that we are just pure consciousness. We don't have any... According on this higher state of consciousness, when you reach that level, what they brought back is that everything we see, everything we touch, feel, and everything is just consciousness. And that sounds difficult to deconstruct to people because people think that it's just awareness and stuff like that. But it's not just awareness. It is everything in existence. That's what it is, according to the Gateway Project. But awareness is consciousness. Yeah, it's a part, it's an aspect of consciousness, but apparently it's just everything in existence. Our brains don't generate consciousness. Our consciousness generates the illusion of the brain. But why do you keep saying the That's illusion? That's what it says. That's what it says. That's what the document says. Yes. The it's illusion. Our drain. Yes, it creates the illusion of the brain. I'm just trying to understand what that even means. Like, what about our brain is an illusion? That is just uh, locked into this state. That is just, this is our brain. This is where our thoughts come from. This is just locked in this state. I think what they mean by that is that even if you were to take it out of this vessel, it would still be what it is. I'm sorry. It's, 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 this, I guess this is just shows the problem with like the definitions because it's so hard to, yeah, it's hard to, to compute. understand like the illusion specific. Now, this is where I'm against the computation of information. Okay. The reason why it's hard for us to understand this is because we're taking in high dimensional concepts and compressing it down to 2D information. What do I mean by that? Okay. So just like how a computer computes information, ones and zeros, that's how our left brain perceives information. It's either yes or no. Okay. Quantum computers can be yes and no or ones and zeros, but we're not thinking like that. So when you get into this state of consciousness, you are yes and no at the same time. So when I say that, you know, our consciousness is everything, it's hard for us to understand because we're taking in what we see right now and compressing it down to a two dimensional plane. So something that we can understand. I think that has to do with how our brain functions on a daily basis. Because the way our brain functions on mushrooms is different, right? Very different, yes. And I'm able to, I was able to understand that on my trip when I told you I was like, yo, I was connected to everything. But it's hard for me to understand it now that I'm like sober, I guess. I'm not tripping. Wow. That makes a lot of sense when you say that it might be the function of our brain because they also talk about how if your brain can't see something, like if there's something wrong with what it's seen, it'll literally just make an image up and it'll just place an image for your, your mind to see. But that is an illusion. So if that's the case, if that's how your brain operates, that's the illusion of the brain. That's what I'm. Yeah, that's yes. how I'm like trying to view it. If that, if that, is, if the brain is capable of doing that, and you're like, I'm convinced that's real. My brain just, I just, I see that. You know, who's to say that this reality, even though we, we, you know, we, we know it. To so be so what constitutes real, might not be real. So what constitutes this reality? Our belief systems. Everything we believe wow. has constructed the same. <laughs> 
plane of physical existence for all of us because we all wow. believe the same things. We all believe the laws of physics. We all believe science and all that extra stuff. So we all core. We all collectively live in the same physical reality. If that makes sense, because we believe that it exists. Because we all believe fundamentally. Even if you tell yourself you believe something else, deep down in your side in your psyche, we believe that this is real. There's only certain people who can break away from that and really see reality as it is. And that's where we get these people who are able to astral project. And that's what the document gets into later on. Bro. Yo, bro. There's people too who say, who come back from near-death experiences who say, that was all just a play. That was just a movie. They were all just actors. This is all a fabrication. There's a lot of people who say that when they come back from that. Yes. And then there are people you're telling me that say that come back alive, yes. come back from the, the gateway projects and the benign, the the whole process and say that same exact thing. It's really interesting. And people on shrooms as well. I'm, I'm not making any assert. I know we're not making huge assertions here. We're presenting information, yes. but we present so much information that it's like, okay, you, you just make a connection here. Yeah. Josh came in saying this stuff with the CIA talking about this extensive research in the uh, Monroe uh, Institute of, I believe the yeah, I think so. yeah, yeah. Then you have people coming back from psychedelic experience, people coming back from near death experiences. Those are three already three separate pieces of, of information that that conclude to the same thing. And, I, and then there are also, of course, you know, shamans and people that are saying the same exact thing. And those are people that are really tapped into like, you know, they're, they're not on anything. They didn't die. They didn't have to do that. They just sat there and meditated with their body and resonated with the universe. So, so what is the conclusion? So the conclusion is, is that. Our reality is a fabrication of our beliefs. Whatever we see in this reality is subjective to each of us. It's, like, yeah, it's pretty much, there's only certain things that are objective, you know? But there has to be, just like how we are yes and no's, right? Then that would mean that at the same time, that's not true. Because... Whoa! That's a paradox. Shit. See, That's see, yeah, paradox. yeah. So this is where it get this is where it gets a little muddy and stuff. Is that it is true and not true at the same time? But it's what you believe. But it's what you believe, believe is what sways you to each side. That's so why that's it's true it. and not true at the same time because it's all dependent on a belief system. But it, it is, in fact, there's one objective thing that the only thing in existence, according to this reality, is consciousness. That's the one thing that is not yes or no. It is. And that's what it always is. Oh, fuck. We were talking about this in a previous episode. I'm not sure which one. But we were saying how there has to be this fundamental uh, particle that is guiding everything. That is in between all the energies and all the atoms and every physical matter. That's what it has to be, consciousness. And I think you were saying that That's once. what we were talking about in that episode. Yeah, you're right. That yeah, was the psychotronics. Yeah. psychotronics. That's the right. psychotronics. The I'm not sure if this is the field, but the morphic resonant field. Um, what I was saying in the episode is just there's so many different definitions for thousands of years. Prana, chi, all those different ancient words for that. But now it's like we're rediscovering exactly what they were talking about. Yeah. They were saying it's like, that. It's the same thing. Like, yo, you say some shit a couple hundred years ago, everyone's like, ah, fuck you. And then like, <laughs> now everyone's coming back and saying the same shit. And they're like, oh, we told you, you know, it's, it's, 
it's you know what it is i think uh what plays a big role in today's society and trying to accept this information is that we're all connected on social media well yeah that's what it is is that yeah it's because of society that's why i wanted to say it earlier but i just you know you guys were talking you were saying how some people are are able to distinguish reality for as it is right easier yes. than others and i feel like it's that's just based on our definition of what's real yeah because if i'm super into this material world then anything that's metaphysical is just not real to me yeah at the time yes well i guess i guess now i see why uh, last episode also i was saying on episode 45 i was saying how you don't have or i think it was episode 44 you're not supposed to like be like a monk like a monk is doing what he's doing to find enlightenment because that's what that monk has to do but i guess i understand why a monk would do what it does like to be humbled and to try to reach enlightenment because all of those things that they say about spiritualism they say it's just not real fuck Damn, dude. I wanna, I wanna ask. It's like in my head right now. It's it's clicking in my head right now, but my mouth is like, yeah, yeah. I it's, understand. Not, it's not catching up to my mind. <laughs> Holy fuck! I wanted to make a connection to um, that and 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 the conscious thing that we were talking about with intelligence as well. Because yeah. there are people, like you said, that don't resonate with that, and that's their belief system. But our belief system is based also on the information that we've acquired throughout our lives. Yes. The experiences to fuel that belief system as well. And I think some, you know, people are born into religions as well. So their belief system from a very young age is very, very rooted. And we know that to be true scientifically speaking, that, you know, your 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 brain is easily adaptable. The neurosynapsis, um sorry, the neuroplasticity at a younger age is much more adaptable. But if that is people's belief systems now, then isn't it more of a question of how can we show them? How can we give them that experience to show them? I don't want to like not to change their mind or anything, but to show that there is a a much more broader horizon out there to look forward to. Because I don't know if people were capable of that, that would definitely broaden my horizon. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I think, It has to be with, you know, it comes down to the individual. But I think actually reading this document, I'm going to post the link in the description again for people to actually read it and go through it themselves. Because when you start, you know, going through the science of everything that's happening in this document, you start being like, whoa, this is it's fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? And one thing that I would like to know from this document is this has been out for a while. You know, it's only now that we're like, you know, looking back on it and stuff. But this stuff has been like information that like this is the first iPhone. They're on like the 10th iPhone right now. You know what I'm saying? Like they're already ahead of what this is already at. So imagine the possibilities that could be made with knowing this information. So it made me rethink a lot of my standpoints before and stuff about manifestation all that stuff i still stand by my side but yo you have to go out and do the work but i really think the the mental 
aspect of it is actually more powerful than I thought it was. I mean, that's the spark. Yeah. That's like the big bang of it. You know what I mean? So, of course, the mental part is a big, a big, big part of it. Yeah. So when like when we have this argument and I just want to bring this up just to like just to say it when we have this argument of like, should we fuse with artificial intelligence to achieve what we're, we can already do? This is where I stand back and be like, well, wait, we can do this already. We don't need the machine. Maybe we can enhance our intelligence. But if we have unlimited consciousness that are disposable, do we really need to do that? That's what I was telling you last episode, bro. We already create consciousness. We're able to create it ourselves. Yeah. And that's by pro- reproducing. Wow. So. But that's what I said. Huh? Yeah, that's what Sean said, yeah. You said that last episode? Yeah. Yeah, I but. Said, women are the most powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, dude. shit, guys. So, what do you think of that? That we are capable of vibrating to the universal grid. And I also like to mention that we also have a diagram for the um, the consciousness grid. I'll put it up right now. On <laughs> For those who are listening That's on audio, cool. for those who are listening on audio, it looks like a tesseract around the head. Right, it's multiple grids yeah. and stuff, and I just want to get you guys' thoughts on that. What do you think about this stuff? Wow. Well, I need to take a step back because I'm a, I'm a really big advocate for artificial intelligence, and I and I still am. I think it's really cool. But when you put it in that scope, like we are the highest forms of intelligence, and that we can connect to something similar to artificial intelligence, but on a more natural scale, where we have all that information at our disposal, infinite information too supposedly through the akashic records yeah that's the thing is that we're we don't need to reach that point or or we don't need to try to find a way to create it it's already within us we just forgot how to tap into that stuff it's all there already that's why we are the way we are like just physically spiritually bro we just don't know how to use our own bodies. And basically, I mean bodies. So someone described that we are basically, we are gods who forgot that they were gods. I was just, yeah. You know? Yeah. Imagine, they told us yeah, they that told we're us. not. They told us we're pieces of shit, sacks of yeah, cells. <laughs> sacks of cells. Fucking bag of meat. <laughs> There's, I was going to, yeah, it was a quote similar, pretty much exactly just like that. It's like, we are a species with amnesia. Not even just over millions of years, but even a couple of thousand years, we forgot what happened. Yeah. It, it went like that really relatively quickly through the, the, the amount of time we spent on this planet. We, know, we knew a lot of stuff back a couple of thousand years ago that just snapped out of our, our minds. Dude. Wow, bro. Wow. Imagine, bro, we are- We are, if you think of us as gods, I don't I, mean- yep. No, I, I don't know. mean in in, a, in an egotistical way. No, yeah. Like if we're thinking about what gods are, right? They are these beings who are able to do the things that we're not able to do. Yeah. What if they were just higher advanced conscious beings? You know, if you look at every other being on this planet, the things that they're able to do are so fundamental to the earth. All right. How do you think chimps see us? <laughs> they just see us fucking flying from the sky. 
You know what I'm saying? We're, we can be like gods to that, to them. Yeah. That's, That's why I was just like, wow, we... we but I was thinking the same exact thing that you were thinking about. But I, I was thinking like, I don't know, like a little like tiny ant right? or That's like a microbe. Like in looking at us, like these things are phenomenal. Yeah. Right? They have <laughs> the, the energy to compose trillions upon trillions of atoms on their body. They stand five to six to seven feet tall. They can speak. They can resonate the air throughout their environment. They can walk. <laughs> kilometers you're a little little microbe on the corner of a table and you're like yo i don't even i can't even comprehend what what's on the other edge of, <laughs> of, of this table let alone this house we're gods to to different individuals but there are other beings but i understand how they can be gods to us yes the smaller the bro did you know a hawk a hawk has the most powerful vision of anything a hawk could if we had the same vision as a hawk we would be able to see ants at the top of the Empire State Building. What's it called? That's uh, crazy. What the Yo, correct fuck? Me, correct me if I'm wrong. That. But I heard the Egyptians. I know. No, this is this is a fact that the Egyptians worship not worship, but they praise this certain bird. It's called the Pelvin Falcon. That that right. Peregrine. Peregrine. Something Falcon. Yeah, All I know is that falcon. it flies so high. It's the highest flying bird in the world, right? And it would like look down. And see some fish and catch it with 100% accuracy. It well, doesn't miss. I don't know if it's the highest flying bird. I don't know if that's, if that's what it is. But it's the, it is the fastest animal on the planet. Well, okay, okay. yeah. It probably, is, it probably is. It goes then. up into this. Uh, and it's, the, it's a 90% success rate, I think Shit. it is, in, in its hunts. Like, it will fucking go down at 250 miles per hour, bro. Come Damn. down, just swoop down and plop. <laughs> but that's the, the thing about these falcons is that even that's like their go-to that's how they always eat right yeah but they're so adaptable they they're here in dykeman bro oh shit they're here in this area they're all over in every city in the in the world wow. they're across all habitats they can survive but they're just so fucking amazing Dude, okay, they're so amazing. I was kind of fangirling. <laughs> they can, ad- yeah, they can adapt anywhere, bro. God, the falcon. Even yo, <laughs> even though, even though their main thing is to swoop down at 250, they can't do that in the city because they could just smash into a fucking building. Yeah, I was like, yeah, what right? would you do yes. that here for? And they still thrive. Nah, yeah, yeah, they can fly anywhere. So they're chilling here, like they're good here. Yeah, bro. You see, when you see the little falcons and little hawks around here, yeah, that's yeah. what that is. Peregrine Eagles. falcon. That's cr- yo. I just looked them up too. You're right. Peregrine falcon, two hundred and forty-two miles God an hour. Damn, bro. that's faster than the Japan train. Is it? Yes. No, Japan no train. Way. Yes, the bro. Japan train. Yeah, because the Japan train supposedly <laughs> the, the goes me- like two hundred miles an hour. Yo, bro. No way that goes faster. <laughs> you want to see? Train, I have a fucking bro. video right here of it. Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, show the video. But I want to bring the conversation back to the to the how they. Other beings, how we see other, you know, higher levels of consciousness as gods. Look, right here. Hold on. Whoa, what yeah, the? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did you just have that on deck? Like, what the fuck? Because everything is connected, yeah, yeah. bro. That was crazy. Everything like, is connected. Did you type something into your phone like to right find that? No, too. that was in my photo gallery. Shit. I, I remember, I remember, um, uh, Wait, wait, I remember on. screen recording it to show you guys and never show it to you. Okay. All right. So, so check this out. So 
I'm checking it, bro. All right, check it. All right. No. <laughs> so I would see, you know, how we view other beings as gods and stuff like other higher intelligence. But what if they're just looking at us and like, yo, you're the same thing. You're just not aware of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You could do the same thing. We have, you know, we're, we're all intelligent beings here. We can definitely tap into that stuff. And you know what's funny? I want to point something out that's interesting about polytheism. So, you know, they teach us that Egyptians were polytheistic. They worshiped many gods, right? What if I told you that that was not true? That's not true. That's not true. They actually represented a, a portion. Yo, I farted. Sorry. Okay. I can step back. Yeah, you're kind of really small. So, so check this out. Instead of worshiping many gods, they actually, um, this fucking guy. I, they, I didn't guys, even think he, it just came out. I'm yeah, sorry. Just, then I realized that I just farted. I'm sorry. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry okay. bro. It's okay. All right, check this out. So they didn't worship many gods. They actually represented each part of their consciousness by a being. So Thoth or Thoth, people trying to com- correct me in the fucking comments. Thoth? That's how they told me I had to pronounce it. Thoth? Oh. Yeah. Whatever. How about that's not his name at all? That's a fucking Greek name. Yeah, it is. His actually. name is not, his name is Thoth. Kawaki or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's how you actually pronounce it. But um, his, so Thoth or Thoth, whatever, um, they represented an aspect of their consciousness in the thought entity as being wisdom. Okay, so they didn't the actually... The bird, right? That's yeah, what you're yeah. saying last The Ivis bird. So they actually didn't view Thoth as a whole separate god. They just used their consciousness to represent a part of themselves so they can like keep track of parts of their aspects. Mm. So they didn't actually go and be like, oh, Thoth, you know, welcome and shit like that. They actually just kept them as a log of their own consciousness. That reminded me of, <laughs> that reminded me of the runes. It's just like a daily reminder. Yeah. Wow. I was thinking of, of, of colors. And check this you, out. What do you mean? Well, just to make, I was saying, um, I was thinking like you have source, just white light, like pure, that's pure energy, consciousness, whatever. And then it, it refracts down and it breaks down into red, blue, green, but all of it together makes that one light. That's kind of like, I guess how you describe that. I was going to say is that the, where, where monotheism gets it a little muddy is that they try to encapsulate a ginormous infinite being into one singular thing. And so people lose sight of what that thing is in the first place because they don't know that there's other aspects of it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. People just, when you ask someone, what is God? Oh, God is everything. And God just created everything. Okay. But when you ask an Egyptian back in the times, they don't have a specific answer for it. They'll be like, oh, we have different aspects of this infinite being and we represent it this way. You know what I'm saying? So it keeps, so it helps them like encapsulate something infinite that is even already hard to encapsulate in like certain bodies. That, that was honestly so beautifully said that you said that because that poses, that poses an insight in my mind. Like whenever religions are questioned about what is behind that, just to connect it to what I just, my comparison with the light and the colors, like what is behind that, that huge white glowing light, like you said, with trying to encapsulate it into just one image. And instead of being like, oh, like, well, we have this and this and this, it's like, it's kind of being gatekeeped. Like, no, 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 don't question it too much. It just is. It is. It is just yes. white light. Like, no, but there must be more to that. What, what makes up the white light? Question. 
And I guess that it's like you have red and blue and green and purple and orange and all this and yellow and all that. Yeah, so that's our left side of the brain, guys. When we go into religion and stuff and we start like looking at, you know, Christianity, all types of other religions, the le- your belief system, it also like, it ties in together how that belief system feeds the right side of the brain, like, you know, whatever it's just trying to believe. So when you like have wow. that being in separate states... To remind yourself, oh, this is another state of this being I could be. Oh, let me channel the filth side of my consciousness and access wisdom. Yo, you know what I'm saying? So in, that is so cool, dude. Yeah. That so is really interesting. Like, it's all within us. Everything. That entire representation is us. It is you. Except that it's so infinite. And since we have our, our minds are only able to perceive two-dimensional information at least in this state we need a representation of something to connect to that vibration and resonate at that frequency so that's the bet that's the easier way for us to digest the information wow you you know what's really cool there was this book that said that this guy does pretty much that but in his own mind to help him with success in life i i Maybe you read the book too. I think it was either Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill or or um or How to Win Friends and I think Influence People. I think that one's by Napoleon Hill. Anyways, it was one of those two books and he says whenever he wants to do something or he's in a big dilemma, he'll go into his mind and he'll meditate and he'll project a a round table and around that table he'll have all his 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 highly successful influential people that he took the most wisdom from in his life whether like reading through books or experiencing and he'll have like thomas edison and george washington or napoleon i don't know just making people up or um i don't know andrew Carnegie, whoever and each of these people will represent a fundamental aspect of that person that is projecting them, that is having them there. And they'll each have their own characteristic. Like George Washington has a, has a specific character and he tells him to go off and then he'll console with another entity. But they'll all form into that one, that one person. And that, I believe, is like, if, if this is the case, then that one person is the collective whole. We are that, that huge source of consciousness within us. And what he was doing is he was like you would do in a prism with white light. He was shining his consciousness into the prism and it was splitting up into, into separate Players, fragments. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, there's another thing with some guy, he does the same thing where he just like, he puts himself in a library and each book will represent, you know, a part of him that he needs to like grab at that moment. And he's able to grab that part and it would just take over. Like it would just like be what it is crazy i think that's very interesting that's kind of what um i guess bashar is kind of doing but he's allowing that channel to just flow through him right yeah yeah so i was gonna say you know now that we bring up all this like resonant frequencies of the gateway project and stuff that you know now that i look at you know daryl anka channeling bashar is not as crazy as i thought it was you know because before i'll be like you know this guy could be a con artist you know, he could, you know, not to say like he is, but, you know, there is people out there who are con artists and do this shit as well. But when you like really go into it and stuff, um, actually, there's people in our comments who say they've been to the, his readings and they felt like he was authentic and stuff. Yeah. Um, that he would actually channel this being and this being will enter him and he will be a different personality than Daryl Anka. 
because they'll meet Daryl Anka before and then this being comes and it's a whole different personality. It's like a whole different person went into his his consciousness and just starts speaking to him through the people, through his body. That's basically what he does. He he allows this being, key, key word, allows this being, okay? He allows <laughs> it to go into his body and speak for him, okay? Does that necessarily mean that it's controlling his every moves? Probably not. Maybe there's certain access that he gives that, okay, you can speak through me. But that's about it. I'll see you know him do like a little like head nod as well, like sometimes, or he'll go like this. Yeah, yeah. And have you noticed he always he always has this big ass crystal next to him? I never noticed. No. Yeah, it's a big ass. It's a big motherfucking crystal, bro. Yo, I went into a crystal shop the other day. A little side note, and there was a ten thousand dollar crystal, right? And it was shaped like a like a like the monument in 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 DC, right? So I'm looking at that shit and I was like, how the fuck is this 10 grand? So I get close to it. And I'm not going to lie, bro. When I got close to it, I felt, I felt something from it. I was like, okay, let me touch it. <laughs> so I touched that shit, bro. And obviously I wasn't like, <gasps> like it started fucking doing some shit, but I touched it and I was like, oh, this is not a piece of shit rock. You know what I'm saying? This is actually something. I don't know what it is, but I felt that it was something. And that is probably worth the price right there. $10,000. Yeah, because, bro, I've been to another crystal shop where I would touch these big-ass crystals and they were nothing. Uncut gem shit? Yeah. It would just be like, well, this is a bullshit you, crystal. You felt something with yeah, that it felt it felt weird. Like, I didn't feel a, a physical sensation. It felt like a mental sensation. Like, it felt like it was amplifying a part of me, if that makes sense. I've, I've never had that experience like feeling because it sounds like you're saying like almost like a consciousness yeah but I, I had this one really really weird experience on shrooms and I had I was like it was getting pretty intense and I just had a crystal out just to like protect the room and I never believed in it too much at that point but I was like if I'm gonna go on a shroom experience might as well have it there just as like safekeeping um and I was going through like a difficult difficult part of the trip because it was just so intense. There was just so much like I, I was, you know, floating away from my body. And I remember I had the crystal right next to me and I looked at it <clears throat> and I held it in my hand and it literally glue glowed at whatever the word is. It glowed <laughs> in my hand and I could see it like refracting the light. And it was like in the center of the crystal, the light was condensing in the, in the middle of the crystal as it normally does, but when I was looking at it, it felt like I could feel a, a, a presence in the crystal. It felt like the crystal, the way I described it, is it felt like the crystal was a connection. It was almost like a bridge or a portal to other sources of consciousness. And at the time, the consciousness that I was connecting to in the crystal was my girlfriend at the time. And it just felt like, it just felt like they were there in the crystal. And so I find that really fascinating that you say you felt almost like a presence in the crystal because yeah. I mean I guess if everything is consciousness then crystals must be something crazy. Actually, this is what I'm going to get into, dude. Okay, cuz I know what you're about to say. Okay. So, so the thing is is that what we're doing right now, okay? The I also this wasn't in the document, but this is my interpretation of the information presented to me is that when we start to cloud our minds with information that just doesn't really matter, it's in like I'm, in terms of like you know the very specific details and how all this stuff is done, we start closing the gate to that information 
because now we're creating a bias in our heads. And when we create that bias, it starts filtering into the right side of the brain and then we just accept that information. So when someone says everything is consciousness, even this table, is this table aware? No, it's not aware, but it's an aspect of consciousness because consciousness is the only thing pervading this universe. It's the only thing in existence. But does that mean that this piece of book right here is aware? No. We're experiencing consciousness on a different aspect of consciousness, but everything is made up of the same fundamental blocking of consciousness, if that makes sense. So that's basically another guy, another way someone explained it is I've seen this video of this guy who died for, clinically died, his heart stopped for about two minutes and they revived him. He got back to life, right? I was actually, I actually invited him onto the show. I've yet to hear back from him. Oh, I hope wow. he does. Yeah, I respond. I would like to hear him talk. Um, he said that when he died, okay, before he wasn't really like into like any religious beliefs or anything, but when he died, he said for that two minutes, two minutes, according to him, it felt like forever. And he saw and that consciousness was going through every single atom, every single thing in existence. And he explained that this cup right here. It's just a different manifestation of the consciousness. But that does not necessarily mean that this cup is aware it's a, it's a cup. It just has a different aspect of existence. That's the difference. Because consciousness is existence. Oh, shit. And existence is the only thing that exists. So this, um, everything is just a different manifestation of that existence. God, bro. You could have kept speaking, and honestly, I wouldn't have mind. Yeah, no, because no, I just, just fucking my heart just skipped no, the beat I for feel, a second. But that really resonated with me, because um, I like to connect it back to science, of course. Mm -hmm. So I was, when you were speaking, I was thinking about the Big Bang, and you were talking about you know cups, and you know a cup is made of or glass is made up of sand, and sand comes from the from the beach, and that comes this earth, this planet comes from the formation of gas and stars and matter. Before that, before there were even any life forms, pre, you know, you know, alien biological life form on this, uh, in this world, when everything literally just started, there was no organism running around, you know, dolly dallying like we are now, bipedal organisms just running around. It was, it was just matter, it was just atoms. But somehow everything that we know of today, all of these animals came from what people believe to be just dead, nothing, unconsciousness. Consciousness must if must have existed when the universe began, if not before. We don't know what happens before. But when the universe began, consciousness must have entered this universe with it or created it. But somehow consciousness was there in the beginning of the universe. And if that's the case, then everything that we know of today coming from that creation of the universe is conscious, just as just as you said. All the uh, hydrogen is conscious, is conscious helium, nitrogen. They're just much more complex forms. And then once you start to coagulate them, once you start to coagulate carbon and iron and magnesium and nitrogen and oxygen, you start to coalesce and form this ugly little slosh, but beautiful formation of consciousness. And it starts to grow into microorganisms and what we know of now today, human beings on this yeah. planet. So another thing I like to mention for some people who are getting lost in this conversation, the problem with today, and this is why it's called Project Gateway, because Project Gateway 
is meant for you to open that gateway. Just like how someone's like, oh, you're gatekeeping this song. Why are you keeping that from me? Well, you're doing it to yourself by you simply seeing this cup right here as separate from you because it's not a human being or it's not alive. You're now gatekeeping the possibility of the infinite intelligence that the gateway process provides. So this cup essentially is the same thing as me. Not exactly the same because this is a different body. I'm a different form of this consciousness. But this cup right here comes from the same thing I do. We're just a different manifestation of the, that thing. I think what a lot of people are not going to understand from this is when you say you, they, they're looking at your physical being, at your physical self. You're not talking about your physical self. No, I am not. You're talking <clears throat> about fundamentally Josh, not that bag of bones and meat. Yeah. But Josh. And for anyone who's listening, if you've seen a dead body, like not like fucking a murderer, like even <laughs> at a funeral or, or you've walked in on some, some family member who was passed, you can tell that that's not them anymore, that that's truly just a body. Like whoever that person was is not in that body anymore. Yeah. Everybody says that too. It's just, no, I wasn't that. So what gives you that feeling? You know what I'm saying? So how can you even understand or even feel that? You know what it is? Is that we actually can feel these presences. Nah, but what I was getting at with that was, I was just connecting it to what you were saying. I feel like there's a there's a link between or not a link let me rephrase that i feel like there are two definite there are too many definitions for consciousness that makes this whole conversation very confusing for most people like when you keep saying or like when you say everything is consciousness and then it's like well consciousness is to be aware of something right but you see what I mean? We just created a bias right there. That's just a part of, it's just an aspect of consciousness. So I like to explain it by, it's just existence. So I That's your like definition to, of consciousness? I would say it's existence because it's easier. Because when you say existence, this exists, this exists, I exist. So everything becomes a little easier to digest when you say it is existence. So then what would be? So then it would just be awareness to so just be aware of stuff. Yeah, it would just be a different aspect of existence. Well, just like in the energetic triangle, but, if everything what, is wait, wait, hold on. What, what, are you, what are you saying? The thing is that you keep saying that in a very generalized way towards something that's not general. Okay. Because we're talking about awareness. Right? No, I'm when talking you, about when you're saying existence, right? Yes, you're saying that's a different form of. Of course, it is. Everything is a different part of existence, yes. but now you're like taking away the definition of consciousness, because con to be conscious is to be aware or awake of something. Of course, that's a part of existence because everything that exists is here, and whatever's non-existent is just not here, right? Yeah, it's literally in the word. So I feel like that's what like. I've been really quiet because I've been really confused. Yeah. I feel like a lot of other people will relate to that 
listening to this because it's again it's very tricky bro the definitions of words that we use we need to somehow all as a collective come together and like discuss these words and create a fucking universal definition you know what i mean yeah because it's it's very confusing for most people we just don't all think alike no, you know yeah. what I mean? And then I you have all these different definitions that it just confuses everything. Yeah, I know. I understand. It's just that we, you know, we've been, you know, we've been led to the idea that consciousness is just awareness and stuff. But I think uh, what I was trying to say throughout this entire episode was that consciousness is more than just awareness. It is the fundamental aspect of existence. Without consciousness, there's no existence. Without existence, there's no consciousness. Perfect. Sorry. That's perfect for what I wanted to talk about. Wow. That was the perfect segue. Because if you look at us, we are conscious beings, right? Yeah. Okay. We have, like I was explaining to you guys, there are these chimps in Kibale, Uganda, that they use meat as a social currency because they are just so like they're just such good hunters that the prey from the local populations have been decimated right so meat is a rarity so they'll use it as a social currency to make new allies and climb up the ladder they're conscious beings too and their whole existence is to do that type of shit is to just live and go up, spread their seed, and go up the social ladder. I was looking into how bipedalism is the fundamental link to different forms of conscience or higher levels of consciousness. I kind of don't want to talk about that anymore. But how... (laughs) But so are you... Well, if you do or don't want to talk about it, but are you saying spark, that being bipedal, it. so that bipedalism leads to the gaining in consciousness, the growth in consciousness? Is that, is that what consciousness, but intelligence as well, because that's the reason. So what it, what it does, it, it enables you to start using your hands. Yeah. Because now you're not walking on your hands anymore. So now you have room for tools. You have room to do other shit. Hmm. That's interesting. So what if our specific bodies is just the more the most advanced way to navigate this consciousness? Yeah. Well, I think there's even there's probably even more. That's what I was gonna say, because I heard that there's more. just pure energetic beings. That they can just step in and out of dimensions and shit. It's just a higher fucking form, a higher like we look at hold anim- up, hold up. animals that walk on four legs, and then we look at bipedalism, and then what if that free-flowing state of body is a, just a higher... Wow. Like, I don't even have... The fuck, I'm just so high of a You're not grounded to this planet need a anymore. fucking body anymore. <laughs> just, you know? You seen that picture with the... With, it's like the, the guy with the two arms and... Yeah, the yeah, the Leonardo da Vinci. So what if that's the highest form, and that those extra arms are just tapped no, no, into no, those, a... there aren't extra arms. What it's showing is... The motion in which our our body can move. Okay, so I was gonna say, what if that motion is just also us in between the spiritual and physical at the same time, and being aware of it? You know what I'm saying? That higher form of body. I don't know. 
you know, if there was a higher form of body, it would definitely have to be light or some type of energy. Yeah, there are people who say they go into the trim experience that they just turn into pure light and they experience pure light beings as well. But they themselves turn into just a ball of light that traverses through the universe. You see how people, when they take DMT, they, they'll see like beings. Yeah. I feel like, like how you said, the brain doesn't know what it's seeing. So it'll just conceive yeah. it as a being. It'll make a face for it. And mm. Make a mm. nose and an eyes and mouth. Wow. Yeah, yeah bro. It's like, kind of like the Galactus it, Paradox. Yeah, the g- Galactus. The Galactus Paradox. Yeah, if we were like a civilization of green, of green one-eyed beings, we'd see Galactus as like a gigantic green one-eyed being. Yeah. See, um, oh, I have a perfect scene for that. Okay. What? So I came up with this saying on the train after connecting all this stuff. You know, the artist can only draw what it knows, you know? So when you look at an artist's work, it is only a reflection of their, their mind. So whatever they know is a reflection of their work. Yeah, well, I was... Apparently, when, when you search up hashtag the mind's eye, like, you see a whole bunch of shit of, like, something called aphantasia. Yeah, aphantasia, yeah. Right? Um, and I think that's just another bullshit left brain thing, you know, just categorizing us into one thing. Like, it's either... I think it's a fucking superpower that you're Wait, able what to... what is aphantasia? Oh, to like be able to see things in your head. Oh, oh no, aphantasia means that you can't see things in your head. No, no, there's different levels to it. So to to have aphantasia, okay, yeah, being aphantasia is that you cannot see that in your head, right? Yeah, you're right. My fault, sorry. But then there's different levels to it. Some people like they depicted like an apple in a diagram. So like level one was like, or level zero was like, you know, you can't see shit. Yeah, aphantasia. Then level one was like a 2D dimensional white little apple. And then as the levels go up, it turns more realistic and more realistic. So like there are some people who cannot picture a red apple and it's shining and it's glowing. I can. I can see the little streaks, the little yellow and green streaks on the red apple. I can see all of that and the glowing. But some people can just picture like the Apple logo. You know what I mean? Like wow. That's that computing shit, that two-dimensional information. fucking CPUs. That's Is that like crazy. a blockage in their left brain hemisphere? I think so, dude. Because when you compute things, it's either yes or no, or ones and zeros. There's only so there's only so much you can do, right? All right, can you stop? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> when you only compute things as either one thing or the other thing, there's only so much you can do, right? But when you compute things as this and that at the same time, that's when you get infinite possibilities of what there is. So that's, I guess, what this gateway project was trying to explain is that since we compute information in this standpoint in two dimensional, you know, waves or whatever, we're like limiting our experience because we are not because we're seeing things as either yes or no instead of yes and no at the same time. And that's when you that's when you get that in your head, things start to change. I think the gateway projects is it's really motivational, actually, if you think about it. Because um, I know it talks about, like, spirit science, but it really sounds like, to me, like, they're just telling you anything is possible. It's just based on the configuration of your mind. And what configures your mind is you. And when you're aware of the you, as in the consciousness, that's when you can tweak your mind. And it's pretty much just saying, like, you have to understand how your brain works, 
and they tell you how your brain works by the by the yeses and nos but that you're also capable of or so the yeses or nos but you're also capable of yes and nos and so there are people like in this world who want to be successful and successful can mean anything but just want to be where they're wherever they want to be but their self-belief system is telling me no i can't i, I can't be successful if if i'm this if 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 i'm if i if i live here or um or because i'm not six foot two i i, I can't be successful it's like no well there are people that are telling you that you won't make it in your field if you're not this or that but that's not what's going to get you to where you want to be what's going to get you to where you want to be is just yourself is only you you're the only person that can get you there and i'm summarizing this in a way where people can digest it a little bit better because you'll see people talk about this like on tiktok for yeah, example yeah. you be the better you but that's exactly what this this document is telling you is your mind is your mind is playing tricks on itself because you've conditioned yourself to listening to other people and 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 strengthening that belief. So your gate your gate is strong. It's fortified. Yes. But it's you're, a you're, golden gate. It's a golden gate <laughs> With and a only big ass lock, big ass padlock. Yeah. Master <laughs> lock. <laughs> but you're cap- but it, that's what it's telling you is that you're capable of transcending that and this it's infinite what you can possibly do if you open yourself Infinitum. up. Infinitorium. Infinitorium. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta like put that shit on the shirt. <laughs> Infinitorium. <laughs> I'd be so honored. But that's really. Good. I'd be honored. <laughs> it's really beautiful, though. I, I I really I really like how yeah it was metaphysical that document, but it it was also really grounded. And when you have something that is obviously so significant, it pervades all dimensions of this world from people that are not as aware to people that are completely aware that immediately click with them. And I'm sure people are going to listen here and be like, yeah, I am very rigid in my beliefs. And as somebody, even though I'm growing myself, but as somebody who is trying to persevere and push more into things that I didn't previously think were, were possible, like generating a certain amount of money, I can attest and say that I, I did not believe that I was capable of doing what I'm currently doing. Mm-hmm. And anybody is capable of that. But I, it, took, it took a very hard self-punch in me to realize that I, I'm the only person that's holding myself down. And it's my, it was my belief that I couldn't do it that made me do it. And when I realized that I could, it was, that was like half the battle right there. Yeah. Half the battle, half the battle to going to work is just waking up. You know, I was just thinking to myself, okay, well, what are you going to say to all the people who live in like an authoritative fig, uh, authoritative environment where like, Muslim women in the Middle East can't do certain things, right? So the only thing that's stopping her is not just her. It's a fucking dictator telling her that she can't do this type of shit, right? But then I'm thinking to myself, there's a way for people to escape that. It's just going to be really hard. But they can, yes. they can still do it. There's a will, there's a way. Yes. But, they, but admittedly, they are in a very... Big predicament. Very tough predicament. Yeah, and you can't deny that. Like it's not but easy it's, for them. We live in a uh, a world where we're in where there's a difference. With, um, fuck. We live in a world with probabilities and possibilities, 
anything is possible, but is it probable? That's the question. I think everything is probable. It all depends on the strength of your mind. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about too. That's what reading this whole thing made me like really go back and really like see my beliefs and see it. Like it was like taking my beliefs and putting it on a whiteboard and like scanning through them. Like, yo, do I really believe this or, you know? (laughs) It's like, that's what I love about this show is that we can come tomorrow with a whole nother document and it'll even either confirm this or destroy it. You know what I'm saying? It all depends. Again, it all depends on your belief system. So anything could be true. Anything could not be true at the same time. It's fucking weird, bro. Be like water, my friend. Like what? You are the water and you can flow into whatever cup. But imagine if you were just a strict rigid water, just ice. Ice. Ice, ice, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have anything more to say? No, but I'd love to hear more about that. I'm still so fascinated about that gateway stuff. I got one thing to say. What? One thing to bring up. Back rooms. Oh, shit, bro. I forgot to mention this today, bro. Back rooms? Back rooms. Back room. Yes, bro. So there's this whole thing on the internet right now where this thing called back rooms. And if you guys made it this far, you're going to learn about the back rooms. Okay. <laughs> so that's part of the whole episode. Yeah. So, so yeah. check this out. So the back rooms has been this creepy pasta that's been going on. But I like to think that obviously, you know, they, when you get really into the back rooms lore, it gets like, okay, that's bullshit. But then, cause, you know, they say there's monsters and stuff over there. It's like, all right, no, no, no. The fundamental back room is that let's say you're going in an elevator. And for some reason, you just slip out of reality. I don't what happens. Maybe the everything just happens to a line and you just slip out and you just slip out to a reality that's outside the matrix or the game. Right. So you ever like you ever like um, went to like a spectator mode in the game and then you zoom out and there's like little stuff underneath the ground. Like they have like certain things and you can like go inside and see this is where the train generates in the game. Yeah. It's kind of like that. You're, you slip out of the main game and go back into like the, the little fundamental parts of the game. So these rooms will be infinite. You just be walking through them with no destination. And there's instances, supposed instances, I have to say that for purposes, supposed instances where people will go into these rooms and they will just come back. With the experience and be like, yo, what the fuck just happened? You like know what I'm some saying? Some Narnia type shit. Some Narnia shit. Just yeah. Into a let's closet. say, like for example, let's say you open that door right now and you walk out, and then you just keep going down the stairs, and there's just more stairs, and they keep going down, they keep going down, and there's no, there's this, is, it just seems to be infinite stairs. You just have no idea how you got there. You just like slipped out of the game for a second. I think that happens to everybody, and we just don't realize it. Yeah. Like when my brother, my brother told me his story <laughs> that he went in the elevator and he was getting his weed and shit. And he swore on everything that he went down. But when the elevator opened, he was on the same floor. So I was like, whoa, how the fuck is that possible? You know what I'm saying? He, you can feel when the elevator goes down, but how did it open on the same floor? Yeah, one time I was running down some project stairs. I was on the 14th floor. I'm running down. Running, I'm running, I'm running. We left, and I remember it like it was yesterday. 
We left at 3.45 p.m. From the stairs, started running down. We're running, we're running, we're running, we're running. All I remember, I just had, I just had to like take a, a second and breathe because I just remember sweating from how scared I was. It was three forty-five when we started running down the stairs, and when we got back, it was already four o'clock. There was no way that it took us fifteen minutes to run down the stairs, and I just remember feeling lost running down the stairs. I was sweating from how scared I was. It was my body, my. Fu- well, my cousin told me that my, my lips were white. Like, I was just shook. But I remember if not... I remember feeling like... Like I just wasn't here. Like I was just running down an endless fucking maze of stairs. And it could have just been my mind playing tricks on me because I was scared. But there's no way it took us 15 minutes. Nah, yeah, yeah. That's You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, so that's I feel very like that happens to us when we don't realize. Sometimes, like... I'll, Sometimes I'll be like I'll fall asleep on my bus Going to Jersey And I'll have to walk like 40 minutes And I'll be on this one street That'll just feel like Like when I wouldn't realize it But then I'll just snap out of it And I'll be like Damn I've been walking down this street For a minute now Feels like I've been here You know I feel like it happens all the time And we just don't realize it bro So Sean what do you think about that? Do you think that Back rooms are a possibility? I also like to preface this By saying that there's a lot of bullshit out there about back rooms, okay? What's the bullshit? Let's cut this out real quick. Let's cut out the bullshit, okay? Is that people claim that it's just an office room and you just keep walking, there's wet carpets, it smells like wet carpets and there's demons down there. See, this is what, this is what I mean. So there's something that could possibly be true that you could step out of reality, but then people just sprinkle it with shit and then now you're like, fuck back rooms, they don't exist. Because people want attention. Yeah, like imagine you're scrolling through something. Which sounds more which sounds more intriguing to you? Oh, I slipped out of reality and I didn't know where I went. Or I slipped out of reality, guys, and I seen demons following and chasing me. A lot of people would rather click on that than the other one. You know what I'm saying? So they're just doing that for clicks. But I personally believe that the possibility of backrooms or slipping out of reality is po- is probable. I think so Is it like a physical thing Or is it a metaphysical thing Or is it like You're literally Open a door And you're in a glitch I think that's what it is You actually physically Step out For a second Or however long You go through And you really just like You lose sense of time And you're just There I don't know man That sounds true Because I've never heard About this before So I That That completely blows My entire My entire Thought process Out the window Cause it kind of sounds like to me like almost like deja vu, but I just can't imagine walking through a door and then it's like an infinite, <laughs> infinite amount of doors or infinite <laughs> amount of handles. So so no, yeah. Okay, keep talking. Is it good? Yeah. So so how it will work is that, let's say something. I will go through that door right now, and he closes the door behind him. He will be somewhere else, but that room is still there. Like this physical room that's still there. And if we go in there, it will be that room. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it's it's completely subjective to his experience. Yeah. And that, and when you say like, when you close off that perspective, it's like, okay, at that point, anything is possible. Santiago can go in that room and anything can happen to him. 
Like he can be in a whole different dimension. Who knows? It's, it's like, kind of like the, the Schrodinger's cat experiment. Exactly. Is it, is it there or is it not? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's is it f- dead or is it alive? It's fucking trippy. And, you know, going through that lore online, obviously I had to cut out a lot of bullshit. There's people who like, you know, make up bullshit online. But I think it's very interesting. So. I've definitely had dreams like that before. Yes. And those are trippy. <laughs> those are actually really scary. Some of them are cool. But when you go through, when you walk through something and then you never get out, that's terrifying. Your mind is like just playing. playing yeah, I had a dream where I went down an infinite staircase and it fucked me up. Bro, that's that would fuck me up. That's like um Dante's thing. Dante's lair or whatever. Oh, Dante's Inferno? Yeah, that's yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I had a just one thing. I, I the first ever time that I ever smoked, bro. <laughs> it was so terrifying. We were sitting by the water, bro, and I I looked out into the stars and I fucking froze. I went like I literally looked like this. <laughs> I kid you not for what felt like 15, 15 minutes. I was there just staring out to the stars and my mind was going into a, uh, a consistent like feedback loop. Like, I don't, I think it was trying to process all everything. That was, <laughs> it was, it, 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 my friend would say something. He'd be like, how was the weather today? And he'd be like, how was the weather today? 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 And I would go back into that same exact thought pattern. <laughs> you entered some type of fucking back room. But the, reason, <laughs> the reason I mentioned that was, you know, I was telling you guys earlier about this dream state that I felt like I was in last night. I, you tell him, Santi. That was, that was true. <laughs> tell him, man. When I rewatch this video, I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to n- notice it. But I've been feeling really off, bro. Like, just not like myself ever since that happened. When did it happen, by the way? Last night. It would probably take a day or two to, you know, get so back. basically for our listeners and our viewers, um, I was on my phone. And I guess I had drifted off. Hmm. I didn't feel I didn't feel like I was in a dream. It felt like I was being controlled to do something. I was just walking down the street. I was following somebody who had a white shirt, and I realized, why am I doing this? Why am I following this person? And I said, I need to wake up. This is not feeling right. It's feeling really off, and I just couldn't wake up. And the next thing I know. It was like just how we're seeing reality right now. Somebody grabbed the reality like it was fabric, like it was a curtain, and just ripped it off. And I was in a very dark room. There were nine people or beings in burgundy robes with a fire. And behind them on the wall was a gigantic, uh, you know, the goat man symbol, the upside down star. They all had goat masks with big ass horns. They were doing these weird hand signs towards me. And every time I would try to wake up, I would physically feel something pulling me. And it was pulling me down. And then I finally just imagined, I envisioned myself with an aura of white light and I was able to wake up. But my friend told me, that uh, her brother that was at my friend's house. Her brother brought a lot of weird people over to that house. Um, and that she's seen that before too. I drew it out for her. 
The same exact thing or, or the symbol or same exact same the people with the trippy. mask on and everything. That's fucking trippy. That's giving bro. me chills, bro. I had to like be quiet for a second. I was like, oh fuck. I'm getting chills right now. And I feel like that was a back room. Mm. That was a little pocket dimension in which they were able to tap into my consciousness. Oh shit, bro. How were you how were you feeling? It's a dream, bro. You know when you're dreaming. How were you feeling prior to the dream? Were you like anxious or were you feeling I start, I got anxious I just got anxious and I felt sweaty when I started to say I need to wake up because there's no reason why I would be following this person with a white shirt. It doesn't feel like my my dreams. How did you feel prior to the dream as well like during the day you no no i felt scared before going to sleep i made her dog sleep with me i was scared i didn't like that house i was getting really bad vibes damn bro then i think that was the indicator right there that you were about to experience a weird dream that that feeling i've noticed depending how you feel going to sleep dictates how your dream goes but my true. thing is that's completely is, true if it was a dream, why didn't they let me wake up? Why that's did what, I feel a physical pull towards? That's her? what I'm saying. That you prob- possibly, yeah, this is my. There's two explanations that I can give for this. Right, you possibly entered a dream where another being in the astral realm was, you know, you know, messing with your dream, and they were able to control some of the dream in that aspect, or you actually did slip out. I saw a square and compass. You saw a well. square and I compass. I mentioned that. Oh shit! Why are I don't know why are you having why are you having these dreams so consistently? Because I yeah, feel like yeah. every once in a while you we talk about some some significant like figure there in your dream, like you know, uh, uh, tampering or or contacting you in a way, or just uh, is there anyone in your life that you think right now is wishing for your downfall? Or like wishing things to go bad for you Cause like Sean is right You have pointed out other dreams Like the other dark figure in your room right there Who happens That's to be there was And another one. I don't experience dreams like that Unless someone's really like trying to fuck me up You know what I'm saying The last time I experienced some dream like that Was when my mom was telling me that my Grandfather was doing weird shit in the house Always been susceptible to like Weird Paranormal shit I've always been one to see shit that's not there, bro. I just push it to the side, man. To me, is now is nothing. But growing up, I was really scared, especially in this house, bro. An old lady died in this house. She used to do weird shit. Really? The same person whose house I slept in yesterday, their mother was my neighbor. She lived directly upstairs And she told me that the person who lived here died And she did weird shit The weird shit was she doing? You know bro like, That would make sense like The, the sort of most broad shit I can see is like witchcraft But specific shit And Bro growing up Bro what the No this hell? place is clean now There's nothing here now But growing up Bro Doors used to slam Cabinets over there used to slam Weird shit And I still got this fe- My aunt One night she th- it was th- This was the last night that anything weird ever happened She turned sage on the next day And she made sure that she cleaned the house 
This is when she was living here at the time. She was laying down in bed. And let's say this is her. She said that she, uh, at first my cousin said he physically saw a man just walking around the bed. It was like a seven foot man. And that he just was went under the covers and ignored it, right? And then my aunt said that she opened her eyes and she didn't see it, but she felt like there was something like this over her face, like this. Like bent over, downward like that. Bent nah, over you like feel that. that, bro. You know when you close your eyes and someone puts their hand in front of your face? You feel you that feel shit, right bro. Right your nose. When you put yeah, your bro. finger next to somebody's nose right there? You feel that shit, bro. A lot bro. of weird shit used to happen here. A lot but of senses. The reason I'm saying all that is because I've always been susceptible to this type of stuff. Especially in environments where there are a lot of bad negativity and a lot of bad stuff like that. I've always been one to pick up on it. No, yeah. You know, that's that makes sense, bro. I would say, you know, to protect yourself or whatever, just, again, envision yourself in a, in a white light and just know that whatever you're experiencing, you have power over it. I know. And it doesn't have power over you. I'm never scared. It's just... I know. It's just, it's, Nick, you're not scared, but it's still freaky. There's a difference. It's still freaky to experience. And the thing is, it's like I don't, I don't talk about it because it's... I'm crazy. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I understand. I'm that. bugging out. Yeah. You feel me? Like, listen, man. Here on the mind's eye, dude. And even here off the mind's eye, bro. We're we're all here, dude. And then the thing that ruins it for people like me is that there are assholes who just lie about this shit. Like this shit is a joke. Like people really go through this shit, bro. A lot of people just looking for attention. Oh man, that really does just give me chills, though. But, but I mean, like, yeah, like Josh was saying, like, every entity is like, yeah, that's your domain, bro. It's your domain, especially if it's in your head. They got no power there. Yeah, but I've always, always, it's not only negativity stuff. I've always picked up on the good shit too. Yeah, it's just always both sides. Yeah, yeah, it's both sides. You know what that? You know what that? You know what that reminds me? It reminds me of my mom. Like my mom's very susceptible to that stuff. She always sees it. And stuff I have personally not Seen anything But I feel it So I, I can't like You know i never seen a figure Of a ghost or whatever I don't want to <laughs> But I, I can feel The presence of it You know It's like A different kind of Psychic ability I guess But another sixth sense That's what they call it The sixth sense The seventh And the seventh But with that being said <laughs> Thank you for tuning into the Minds. If you got this far, you now found out what backrooms are. Uh, <laughs> we come out with content every week. Please make sure to tune in and subscribe to the fucking show and prepare for more mind blowers next week. <laughs>